0: John, fuck John! I just spent an hour listening to your podcast. That's an hour I'm never gonna get again. Gonna get back again. What the fuck is that? It's the I Can Complain podcast. Back from Western Michigan. Back home. Got the hell out of Michigan. And you learned last week, I told you last week that I was staying down the road from an Olive Garden. And oh gee, and honestly, you expect a little bit more when you get a piece of prime real estate like that. I thought I was staying in Little Italy. But then, I saw the Long John Silvers right down the street. And I realized that I was still in America. Unfortunately, I was still in America. The advertisement outside of the Olive Garden, though... For all, you can eat breadsticks, it almost convinced me that I was in Venice. I was looking around for gondolas, but I didn't see any. I just saw street walkers, street walkers, and rusted out buildings and dilapidated buildings. That's what I saw while I was up there. but I've been there before to Michigan. It's fine. It's depressing, but I really don't mind. I grew up in Ohio. I, You get up into the like the Rust Belt in the Midwest. You get up in that area, and it gets really ugly really goddamn quick. So I was prepared for it. I'm not saying that the entire state is ugly as fuck, but I'm saying a majority of Michigan is ugly as fuck. It reminded me of a uh, story about a hockey player. I believe it was a Russian hockey player. Don't remember his name. And I believe he played for the Columbus Blue Jackets in the National Hockey League. He played for the Columbus Blue Jackets and he was from Russia. And he basically said when he got to Columbus, Ohio, growing up in Russia, I thought it was dark and bleak and depressing. And then I got to Central Ohio. Uh, then I got to Central Ohio. And I'll tell you right now that Michigan is not any different. Not really. It's a depressing place to be. But there I was. There I was yesterday. And this is what happens, guys, when your life goes wrong. Don't be like me. Don't bet on digital rocket ships from an aging hotel in western Michigan. God damn. I don't know what went wrong. People always tell me to dream big. They say dream big. And I always say my ass. I've never dreamed a shit. But I gotta tell you guys, when I was in that Holiday Inn launching $64 rockets, watching college football and gambling heavily on that as well, I'll tell you this. I had a moment where I was like, man, something went wrong. Again, I have these moments frequently, but I did have a moment where I was like, God damn, something has gone wrong. <laughs> I mean, I don't, know, I don't know how I got to this position, but this is not where I need to be right now. And then I went won $800, and then I got the fuck out of that state, and now I'm feeling better about myself. But while I was traveling, I did see a lot of women on the streets these last couple weeks, guys. Ladies of the evening, but they were out during the day because you got to work the long hours nowadays. If you're a hooker, if you're a lady, if you're a lady on the street selling your ass, I feel bad for you. Shout out, though, to all the single moms, all the divorcees, all the widows out there that are single with kids and they, they're forced to put their ass back on the street. Any woman that's forced to put her ass back on the street, back on market in her mid-30s, my hat's off to you. I feel bad for you, though. Because it's a sorry state of affairs out there. Inflation is real. And nobody's feeling it more than our prostitutes. So next time, <laughs> next time you run across a piece of strange, and I'm talking to the men out there, men in my audience, I know you do some very devious things with hookers. Next time you run across a piece of ass, throw her an extra 20 for God's sakes. You used to be able to sell your ass for prime rib. Now you can barely sell your ass for a half dozen eggs. So I think men of my audience, we need to we need to lead the movement and in, in in pay equality for our street workers. Next time you hook up with a hooker throw her an extra 20, or you're a piece of shit. That's what I say. We're gonna talk about the hurricane. We have to. We're gonna talk about the hurricane. And I know the normal take is to say, I'm really sorry for the people of Tampa. Tampa, by the way. One of the ugliest, most, where I was talking shit about Michigan, Tampa might take the cake for the worst, most depressing place I've ever been. And maybe I was there during the off season. I don't remember. I've only been there once and I got the hell out of Panama City, Florida. Tampa, Florida. All that area. St. Petersburg, Florida. But when you get separated from your family in the floodwaters, You're going to want to have, and I'm talking to the Florida listeners now because I know I have a few down there. When you get separated from your family in the floodwaters, you're going to want to have an episode or two of this show in the bank. So download the episodes now. People in Florida, start preparing for this hurricane. Start hoarding my podcast episodes like it's the end of your life, because it very well could be. Start hoarding these shits. Start downloading every episode now. Don't rely on the internet. Don't rely on streaming. You don't want to find yourself separated from your family and eight feet of water clinging to driftwood, and on top of it all, you realize that you don't even have the newest episode of the I can Complain podcast downloaded. So this is a public service announcement to all my fine listener, fine listeners, my ass. To all my listeners in Florida, download the episodes now. And that's what I'm going to say to you guys in the path of Ian, Hurricane Ian. I'm going to tell you to download my episodes. You just hope for the best. I know that you guys, most of you, can't afford a tank of gas to drive away from the hurricane. So what I want you to do in the hurricane, I want you to go outside in the hurricane and brace the storm. I want, you to, I want you to say, fuck you, Hurricane. And I want you to blast the I Can't Complain podcast from the top of your goddamn speakers or whatever the fuck it is. But nobody really cares about you, Florida. That's what I. That's what I'm really trying to say here. It might be time to admit that we don't care about other people. It might be time to admit that I don't really care about the issues that I talk about on this program 99.9% of the time. And it might be time to admit that we don't care about Florida. Most Americans are more concerned right now about just keeping the storm out of the Gulf and away from the oil. Let's be real. We'd rather see this storm crash into the Florida Keys and cause devastation. Countless number of lives can be lost as long as we don't see a three cent price increase on gasoline. If you're in Atlanta, you better hope right now that this kills people in Florida and stays away from the refineries. Because the moment, and we're going to hear about it in coming days, I'm sure we'll do a follow-up next week, we're going to hear about refineries having to be shut down and gas prices are going to get jacked up a little, probably three to five cents on average. You're going to be paying a nickel more at the pump and you're just going to shake your head and you're going to say, God damn, I wish this storm would have taken out a bunch of Floridians because I don't give a fuck about them. But right now, i got to pay an extra nickel for gasoline and I'm pissed. That's what you're going to be saying in a week's time. So get ready for it. Get ready to admit to yourself that you don't care about anyone else except you, maybe your local community, maybe like a a hundred, maybe you care about people within like a 10 mile radius, but that's about it. Western Florida, Tampa, may God be with you, but I'll tell you right now, you're fucked six ways to Sunday. This thing's going to cause massive widespread flooding and you need to have my episodes downloaded. Because the last thing you want to, the last thing you want the last place you want to find yourself is alone in floodwater, separated from your family, and you can't even listen to me. How? <laughs> Fuck me. I don't really care about you, but please continue listening to the show. Just don't think you're special, because I really don't care about anything. Issues I talk about on the program, I don't really care about abortion. I could act like that I care. Is that... Do I hear hooves again? Are these... Yep, those are hooves and those are horses. It's the abortion caravan, ladies and gentlemen. They've rolled back into North Carolina in seek of a legal abortion. Let's see if we can talk to one. It's always fun talking to members of the abortion caravan here on the show. Let's see if we can get one of them. Ma'am, can I have just a word with you? Hello! How are you doing? Are you enjoying your trip? Yeah, but when I dri- when I was riding up... No, I didn't drive. I can't drive a car because... uh. You know, we're from the 1800s back when, you know, you couldn't get a legal abortion. I thought you were from like 2000. Well, we're not sure what time we're from. It's all very confusing. But when I rolled up, I specifically heard you say that you didn't care about abortion rights. I I care about you guys. I'm just saying that I can't really be bothered in day to day. You don't care about us. You're you're worse than Lindsey Graham. At At least Lindsey Graham said like, like gay marriage is cool or something like that I don't remember but you don't even support gay marriage I support I support the issues I support lots of issues I'm just saying that on a date, you don't care about anything you're worse than Lindsey Graham have a good day bye and then we finally pissed one off we finally pissed off a member of the abortion care they all sound like I'm not I'm still not convinced that we're not talking to the exact same person every time I do one of these skits that's the abortion caravan. they'll get a legal abortion here I'm happy for them I'm happy that they can enjoy a few freedoms that their their governors have taken away from them, but goddamn, I don't really care about anything. I guess we have to have something to argue about, though, right? I'm not surprised. I'm not caught off guard by this whole abortion argument. We saw it coming when the Supreme Court justices were nominated. It's not a surprise. I'm just saying... I thought that when we were on the verge of nuclear annihilation from Russia, I thought that we would be talking about that. I didn't think that we would be worried about whether 12 weeks... Or 16 weeks was the appropriate cutoff for an abortion. I just thought we would focus on things that are more important. Things that are much more important. We have NFL Week 4 coming up, ladies and gentlemen. NFL Week 4, we got some big matchups. The Jacksonville Jaguars are still undefeated. I think the Eagles are also undefeated. We have primetime matchups that need our attention and we're going to argue about abortion? That's not right. That doesn't make any sense to me. I guess we'll just argue about abortion. We're not going to pay attention to NFL. We're not going to pay attention to Vladimir Putin who's threatening nuclear action. Russians age 18 to 35 are being forced into military service as we speak right now. Vladimir Putin has mobilized his reserves and he's sending them off to war. And I'll tell you, the lines to leave the country right now because many Russians are trying to avoid military service, something I would never condone. I've been a big supporter of Russia ever since I signed my contract with Pure Russian Rainwater. I haven't seen lines like this to leave the country since we released Pure Russian Rainwater. The lines those days when we first dropped... Pure Russian Rainwater, and if you're listening to the show for the first time right now, you have no idea what I'm talking about, but when Pure Russian Rainwater was released in St. Petersburg, Russia, and I went over there personally to hand out bottles to the citizens, those lines were long, and that's what I thought of when I saw the lines leave the country. I say, goddamn, they're doing it again. The only thing that could mobilize these Russians was Pure Russian Rainwater and the threat of being sent off to die in war, evidently. But I do want to do something, because I found an article... Online, where else do you find an article these days? <laughs> I found I, I was scouring through the newspaper and I found this article. Now I found it online, goddammit. Want to sound and feel more confident? Ditch these 11 phrases from your vocabulary. So let's get into this. I think you'll catch on pretty quick. Number one, instead of saying I have to do that, what you should stay, say instead is I get to do that. So if you're in Russia, instead of saying I have to go off to war and die. I have to go off to war and kill Ukrainians. Instead, you should say, I get to do that. I get to go off to war and kill Ukrainians. It's a big change in the mindset. But this is going to give these Russian soldiers more confidence. I want to help out the Russian soldiers today on the show. Number two, instead of saying, I can't do that, you should instead say, I can try to do that. So instead of saying, I can't kill those people, you should say, I can try to kill those people. Again, these are very small changes in the mindset of an individual that can make them an even better soldier. Number three, I should do that. What to say instead? I will do that. So instead of saying, I should burn down that house with the family and small children inside, you should say instead... I will burn down that house with the family and small children inside. Again, small changes can completely change your mindset, guys. Ooh, this next one's for Vladimir Putin. Vladimir, instead of saying I failed, you should instead say this attempt didn't work. So instead of saying, I failed when I tried to invade Ukraine and our forces got decimated, instead of saying, I failed, you should instead say, this attempt didn't work, which implies that you can continue to try and invade over and over again. Again, there's some helpful tips here, really, for everyone involved. I know that I've gone on record as supporting the Russians because they're more powerful and because they're paying me a lot of money for pure Russian rainwater ads, but I will say this is an equal opportunity program. To the Ukrainians out there, I think there's also a few things for you in this article. I didn't forget about you. Instead of saying it's not fair, you should instead say, I can deal with it anyway, exclamation point. There's an exclamation point at the end of that. So instead, when your house and village is getting bombed out, where you've lived your entire life and you thought it was safe, instead of saying it's not fair, which would be a logical thing to say, by the way, But instead of saying that, you you should say, I can deal with it anyway. Delude yourself into thinking that you can deal with problems that are totally out of your control. So that's good advice. Damn, this list is long. I didn't realize this list was this long when I started doing it. I wish this show had a built-in way to eject out of a bit when I got tired of doing it. I wish we had. Friends. Ladies. Boys, it's John here for Pure Russian Rainwater. I always keep a can nearby because you never know when you're going to need a little afternoon refreshment. Let's give it a try. Pure Russian Rainwater. Oh, it's good. 98% pure. This one does have an aftertaste. It's unusual. Ninety-eight. Now 98% pure. We're down 1% in purity from 99 to 98 because of the increased bombing activity there's a little bit more dust than there used to be And we're not going to lie to you here Pure Russian Rainwater. But what I will guarantee you is every can of Pure Russian Rainwater that you buy, 100% of the profits after we take our cut, 100% of the profits after we take ours, go to Vladimir Putin so he can kill more Ukrainians. God damn, that's mean. But that's Pure Russian Rainwater. Drink up. It's the dictator's water since 1997. The best thing to come out of Russia since... McDonald's went out, or went to Russia and left Russia, I guess. I don't know. Pure Russian rainwater. It's delicious as fuck. And it'll get you out of a bit that you don't want to do. If you do a podcast. <laughs> if you do a podcast and you want to get out of a bit midway through because you're tired of doing it. There's nothing that'll get you out of it quite like a pure Russian rainwater. Well, this one's this episode's gone off the rails and it's hard to get this it well, it's really easy and very hard simultaneously to get this show off the rails, but this one's officially off the rails and it's crashed somewhere along the track and probably it's, it's smoldering right now. And I don't know if I'm going to be able to save it. Nevertheless, I have produced new stickers. I've been handing them out. Well, not new stickers. I've, I've made stickers and they say, I listen to the, I can't complain podcast and I belong in the trash because you do. (laughs) They say I belong in the trash and it's a picture. It's the show's logo And then there's a dumpster next to it. So if you know me and you want a sticker, run up to me in the street. And if you want a sticker and you listen, you can call the voicemail line. I'll mail you a few. I don't give a fuck. They sent me lots of extras. You can call 818-336-1146 and drop me the information there, and I'll try and mail you some. I might run out at some point, but you can call 818-336-1146. That's the voicemail number. You can call day or night. You can call anytime you want because it's a voicemail and I never pick up. It goes straight to voicemail. So you're not going to get to talk to me. You don't even get to listen to a personalized message. I need to do a personalized message for it. Maybe I'll do that when the episode's over today. Nevertheless, you can call at any time and you can complain or you can request a sticker and maybe I'll mail you some. They're high quality stickers. They're difficult as fuck to peel, so start growing your nails out now and call the voicemail line and request a sticker today. God damn. I hate doing ads. That's not even really an ad, but I don't mind doing the Pure Russian Rainwaters, but I don't like hacking shit. But I do like these stickers. I like the dumpster. I do. I think it's it's a nice touch because you guys belong in the trash and you're going to end up there eventually. There's ups and downs in life, but eventually we all end up back in the trash. I found a list while I was at the store today, shopping guys. Uh, it's an old school written on paper with pen. It says sriracha, smiley face, so they want sriracha. Boiled eggs, doesn't it doesn't specify the quantity, but they want boiled eggs, pre-boiled eggs. Saltine crackers, champagne, the big bottle. They want the big bottle of that shit. They want lemonade mix. And Pop-Tarts. And Lemonade Mix and Pop-Tarts are written in... It's almost like uh, somebody else added those on because it's in a different writing. So I think two people compiled this list. What I do with Shopping List, and I might have said this once, we're getting to the point in this show's history where you're going to occasionally hear one of my points that I... uh, that I'm proud of, that I say a lot. One of my ideas, you're going to hear them repeated every 60 episodes or so, so get used to it. Anytime I go to the store, if I make a real shopping list, and I barely ever do, the first things that I write on there are are weird shit. So if anybody find the sh- finds the shopping list, they're going to be freaked out. So the first things I'll write are like rope, duct tape, shit like that. So I encourage everybody, if you're going out shopping, add a few kinky shit, add some kinky shit to your list. So if you lose it and somebody else finds it, they're going to think that there's a murderer that shops there or some shit. But one thing that you might want to add to those shopping lists, NyQuil chicken, you're going to need a bottle of NyQuil and you're going to need a preferably skinless cut of chicken. I don't know if the skin would be very good because I'm going to request that you marinate it in NyQuil. I'm not really going to request that you do this, but evidently it's a thing that kids are doing. The FDA warns against potentially deadly NyQuil chicken challenge. So it's a challenge. You're going to hear coming up on the show, episode 69 is going to be my big one, guys. If you know me, or if you know anything about my life, I'm going to talk about when I lived with a dozen lesbians on episode 69, and it's official. It's a real-life story. It's my summer where I did a lot of drugs, and I lived with a lot of lesbians. And you're going to want to stay tuned for that. That's episode 69. And I'm going to tell you in that episode about me doing a lot of drugs but I'm—I never mixed my drugs and food like this. If I did, I'd probably mar—I'm thinking like maybe a si- maybe a four to eight hour marinade in a in a, in a cherry Nyquil. That's what I probably—that's the direction that I would probably go. Or really, what would even be better than the Nyquil chicken? If I'm being honest, a little uh, a cherry Nyquil with some pork—that would work really well get a uh, a thick cut and marinated overnight and then stick it on the smoker, pull that baby off and you'll be high and you'll be you'll be living good because it'll probably taste uh, it probably won't taste good. But this is what the kids are into now, guys. The NyQuil chicken challenge. Users on social media are covering their meat <laughs> they're covering their meat and over-the-counter medication, which is used to treat flu symptoms, cold and allergies. Over the counter highs are something that you're gonna hear a lot more about on episode 69, and uh, I've been involved in over-the-counter highs where you don't need a prescription, but you're buying something that's gonna fuck you up. But these kids nowadays, these are connoisseurs because back in my day, we didn't we outside of making some pot brownies. You know, you make some, you you boil some, uh, you cook some butter and some pot. And then you pour the butter into brownies and you make some brownies. The the butter's infused with the THC from the from the marijuana. So that makes sense to me. I understand that. But these kids nowadays, they're more creative. It says boiling a medication can make you can make it much more concentrated and change its properties in other ways. And that's where the interesting that's why this is different than drinking it straight. These kids. These kids nowadays, i got to give them credit. It says it could also hurt your lungs. You don't want to breathe in the vapor while you're cooking it. Overdosing on NyQuil can cause symptoms such as seizures, severe dizziness, liver problems, and breathing problems, just to name a few. It can be potentially fatal. Not surprised. I do like the way that it starts. The article starts by saying, it's a recipe for disaster and possibly the hospital. Like, those are two mutually exclusive things. No shit. Things can go wrong when you start getting weird with drugs. And I would tell you guys not to do drugs, but if you do drugs, you're just going to end up... You're going to end up throwing away everything you've worked hard to earn. But at some point, you're going to (laughs) lose... At some point, you're going to lose everything you've worked for one way or the other. You're either going to give it to a hospital, an assisted living facility, or the local drug dealer on your corner, or if all else fails, you'll walk into a Walgreens or a CVS and you'll pick up the last remaining bottles of NyQuil on the shelf and you'll decide to go home and get bombed on them. Or maybe you'll start playing a rocket ship game and you start launching $128 rockets in a shitty Holiday Inn in Western Michigan. I don't know. We all end up at the bottom eventually. I'll see you next week. Bye. I feel a little bad for this person if they're just eating boiled eggs and salting crackers for dinner. I mean, I guess they're drinking champagne to go with it, but that's a fucked up meal. yes i went back to the rocket ship game i told you i wasn't going to go back but i went back i stopped in west virginia for gas on the way back home and i'm pumping gas and i'm seeing those numbers just go higher and higher and higher and i said this is costing me money this gasoline is costing me real money i said let me fire up the rocket ship game and try and win money back while i'm pumping gas it took me a few minutes longer than it took me to pump gas but I spent 45 in gas and took another 40 from DraftKings. I won another $40 on the rocket ship game. Up $815, well, up $810 total. And now I am officially retired. I'm cashing out, none installing the app, never to play it again. I'll see you guys back here next Tuesday for another episode. If you're in Florida or if you're in Russia, be safe. Anywhere else, just be reckless this week. I don't really care what you do. Start fires. No, no, no. This is trouble. this is no no that's trouble. That's how Donald Trump got it. He got that whole cat. I don't know if you guys have heard about that capital thing that he kind of uh kind of orchestrated. He got in trouble. Don't start any fires. I don't care where you live. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Fuck you